Hi, my name's Jess McCauley, and I'm an introvert. I'm Phil Rickaby, and I also am an introvert, and this is the Introvert's Guide 2. And just a reminder, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at introvertguide2, the number two. You can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. And if you have a question you want us to answer or you want us to give you want to give us feedback about the show, you can reach us at introvertsguide to stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of the Introverts Guide 2. So today, let's talk about travel. Ooh, fun stuff. Well, I mean, here's here's my thing. So I took a I took a trip uh with with work a couple years ago and they were like great news you guys. We're going to stay as a team in a hostel. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, and that, Come on. Yeah, well, that's exactly my response. Is a hostel like I mean, <laughs> how do I escape from people? And I mean, you're wonderful people, but how do I escape from you? Yeah, I mean, like, it's not even a romantic idea. Like, no. what the heck? I'd be mad. <laughs> you, you, what, what, did it turn out okay, at least? I mean, it was fine. And, and, and by fine, I mean, like, nobody died. And I didn't end up hating anybody. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it's difficult. Because, you know, you hit that point during the day when you're with a group of people where you're just like, I need to get away and have some quiet private time. Right. And normally that would be your hotel room. (laughs) And the unfortunate truth is that like in my room, anybody could walk in at any time and, you know, they're lovely people, but you know, I need my quiet me time if I'm going to remain sane and not a complete bitch to the people around me. Yeah. Gosh, (laughs) how do you do this without like making a fort around you? You know what I mean? Like this bubble of like, don't come past this point, please. Well, even with a fort, like you, you're like, even with a fort, they're like, unless you can erect solid walls, you're still not feeling like you're having any privacy. No, I know. And like, you know, the thing is, is that I honestly, I'm one of those people that gets irritated very easily. So if I'm in a closed space with people, I have no time or nor any patience for those small questions of, so what do you think tomorrow is going to be like? I don't know, Becky, sit. <laughs> Do I ever? Oh my gosh. Do I? Where do I start? Well, first of all, I take the coach bus a lot. That's how I like to travel. It's my mode of travel. And one of the things that I like to do is I like to, like I said, I make a fort. So, you know, this is my space. You don't come into it. And there was a ton of other spaces. This was not a busy bus. Okay. Not busy. Clearly, I did not want look like I wanted to talk to anybody. I have my bags on my chair. Again, enough people that you could do this without it being rude. And someone comes up and taps me on my shoulder aggressively, might I add, and says, hey, can I sit beside you? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, you know, what do you say? Like, I want say to say no. Well, I wanted to, but it's me. I can't say these things. So then like, I look around and like, I physically looked around and was like, sure. 
okay. Picked up, I had to say, and I made it very clear I was annoyed. So I was like, all right, you're just going to have to excuse me while I take my luggage and put it above in the head compartment here. <laughs> like, it was just so chipper, though. I mean, if there's plenty of space, if there's plenty of space and you like you can have your bag on the seat beside you. There's like all kinds of empty seats. You are not the asshole for having your bag on your seat. Of if course. the bus is full, you take your bag off the seat. But if there's lots of other places, like that bag is my protection from you. Yeah, like, sir, you're storming the castle right now. Like, That's all it felt like. And I, I didn't know how to say no in that sense. And I think that's that's a huge problem. Like we I can say no to everything else, but when it comes to comfort and travel, I can't say no. But why me? No, I mean I, I, I if somebody had done that to me, I mean I say like you say no, but let's be honest, I'm not gonna say no because I'm worried about how that person's gonna think about me if I say no. Oh yeah, it just weighs on you like this cloud. <laughs> I, I I mean I I find actually if I I find the window, if I'm flying, the window seat is my friend. Because mm-hmm. the window seat allows me to at least put my attention out at the window. Like when I get on the plane, I'm usually like I have the window open and I'm looking out the window and mm-hmm. I usually look out during takeoff. It That combined with earphones is the idea is that I'm telling people around me, um, this is, I need my space. Exactly. I hate when somebody ignores the earphones and is starts to have that conversation with you. I mean, I, I will be like, I have, I have a book, I have earphones. Maybe there's a movie that I'm watching anything that I don't have to deal with the people around me. Exactly. And that's like, it's just, to me, it's common courtesy, you know, and that's something that I feel gets ignored is, you know, you just have to keep an account that maybe they don't want to talk to you and they don't owe you a conversation. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing is that, is that nobody owes you that conversation, right? Like we, Mm -hmm. as, uh, as um, like, if I am, if I don't know you, Mm -hmm. uh, like I don't owe you small talk. Right. You know, and that I think is my biggest annoyance when in the midst of travel and travel is something that nobody really enjoys, especially if you're traveling by plane, but buses are terrible too, um, or crowded train. Like generally it is a stressful time. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I want to feel like is that I need to entertain you or that my conversation is important to you or that you need to like talk about the weather Mm -hmm. with me. Yeah. Especially like, and if you're my friend, I can do that because then it's just going to be you and me. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it's a stranger, I'm, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I, I can't deal with this. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, I don't know how to entertain you. Basically, I don't know <laughs> what you like. I do not have yeah, my puppets yeah. with me, so I can't help. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. And you know all those conversations that usually end up being pretty meaningless. I mean, I have met people who said, Oh, I had this great conversation with this person on the plane. And I'm like, I like, I, I don't see how that's even possible. How you had a great conversation with a stranger on the yeah, plane. Like the most you get is like a book recommendation or something. And like, have you heard this podcast? No, I haven't. I, yeah. But I mean, I don't, I mean, I, there are people who, who I think like they genuinely say like, I had a great conversation mm-hmm. with this person. Yada, yada, yada. And, but then, you know, that like you have that great conversation and then it's over and you get off the plane and you know what? You never see that person again. 
do you know what? I actually got to tell you, I actually have a story. I did have a meaningful conversation. We actually kept in contact. That's different. <laughs> I met him on the bus. A surprise, surprise. And the bus was packed and I was the last one to get on. So I just happened to take a seat with this dude who I thought had the social cues of don't talk to me. So I'm like, buddy, we're going to get along real well. And I sat down beside him, coffee and food in hand. And he asked me one question. And it, we talked for a three hour trip. I couldn't. What was the question? It was, <laughs> what kind of bagel is that? <laughs> <laughs> that was it and like because I, I i get an everything bagel toasted cream cheese add tomato and cracked pepper best combination ever might i add and he was so curious about this and i told him about like you know oh i'm one of those people i'm you ever you watch the movie when harry met sally right yeah yeah, yeah. Obvi- yeah obviously i am sally albright i will order things on the side because i like it a certain way so he was fascinated by this and we just we talked about cooking and then it started coming into life and it started to become like this meaningful conversation and we actually keep in touch still it's it's great we like each other's statuses once in a while is there a, a method of travel that 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 when somebody says okay so we're traveling this way that just makes you cringe like you know that's just going to be a terrible experience you know what the train i have never had a good experience on a train i hate trains I hate them. I, I absolutely, as soon as someone says we're going on a train, something's going to go wrong. I don't trust you. And like, it's just, to, it, you know what it is? It's the fact that like sometimes like via rail, for instance, or the go train have like the two seats that face another two seats. Mm-hmm. Okay. I usually get seated in those and the trains are always packed. And I can't like, there's one thing when it's one person just beside you and you're, you know, your section in rows and you're just facing the back of it, but you're facing other people. I awkward. You know, the thing about, about, about trains, those via rail seats, when you're, you're facing somebody. Um, so I don't think I've ever written, ridden a train where I think I have assigned seats. Really? Do they assign seats on the via? They do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then I've just been really lucky in that either I'm sitting I'm not in those four. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that I'm not facing somebody. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm putting on a show the whole time. I'm, but you know, the thing is that like, that's not, so, I mean, no, I'm actually picturing it now and I'm breaking out Nicole's yeah, <laughs> the idea of like sitting in that, you know, here's the awkward <laughs> thing. So you're sitting in your, your seat in one of those, those quad seats on the via rail train with you know these four seats two sets facing each other and you're sitting in one seat there's nobody beside you somebody comes to the seat and they sit directly across from you oh get almost knees touching and you're just like this is the worst moment ever in my life yeah like you know i i'm okay with this in theater school I did not ask for this on a train. Get out. Nobody asked for it on a train. Nobody asked for it on a train. No. Nobody wants that. No. And that, like, that's the It's thing. the worst. Yeah. And like, that's why I hate trains. Like, I just, I never get a good seat. The only time I do is when, like, I've got someone with me that I can just kind of shift towards and go, okay, this is a A and B conversation. See, for me, it's the bus. Oh, the bus yeah. is the worst for me. Um, and I think it's like, there's something about the bus, like the seats are not comfortable. You're sort of crammed in there. You always hope when you're going to ride the bus that it's that like the Greyhound is not going to be full of people, but it always is. 
Yeah. And so, and so whenever I ride a bus, you know, if I'm going to, to Ottawa, Montreal, wherever it is that I'm going, I get on the bus and I have this brief hope that maybe nobody will sit beside me. And then uh, invariably they do. And I'm stuck on this bus with this person, like with their, you know, our elbows are touching where you have to negotiate the armrest. <laughs> and, you know, it's just this, I feel more claustrophobic on a bus that I do in coach on a plane. You see, and that's fair. I'm, and maybe it's just because I'm one of those people that like, I like closed in spaces. I, I like being cozy and like, I don't mind being squished in there. It's, it, it's mm. when, you know, whenever you have that little elbow dance of who's getting the armrest and, you know, it's an unspoken battle. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind not having it. So that helps. It's, it's whenever you have to like get past them to go to the washroom and people are like, you know, first of all, I avoid the washroom at all costs, but if it can't be helped, you got to do it. So I, that's my breathing space. But mm, yeah, okay. th- that being it, but like, you know, obviously a lot of people will probably disagree with me about the train because it's so tranquil and relaxing and I would love that. I just never have a good experience, but I can see with the fun. You just never had that. When when you're taking the train, is there a particular route that you're taking or is it just like whenever you're on the train regardless? Mostly it's towards uh, heading towards Burlington. I go to the Aldershot station there from, yeah, okay. I'm visiting family or something. Maybe I'm just lucky in the trains that I've taken. Yeah, you probably have better luck than I'm, I, I mean, I'm used to- when I've taken the train, it's been on the the Toronto to Montreal route, mm-hmm. um, and maybe there's maybe it's just different trains. There could, yeah, yeah, there could be. <laughs> so I was asking people on the internet about their traveling uh, 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 tips. Yeah, and so I sort of like asked, as I do on Twitter and Facebook, and. A lot of the trips were a lot of the tips were about. Um, so, for example, uh, Winston Stillwell on Twitter uh, said, "If possible, scheduling lots of downtime, alone time, especially if I'm traveling with others. Sometimes even a shower or a short walk, listening to music, can be enough to get me through the more extroverted parts of traveling." Mm-hmm. And you know what? I I really uh, that sort of resonates with me is just a way to find that alone time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when when uh, I did do that trip and we were staying in a hostel, my way of coping, which is my natural uh, circadian rhythm, is that I tend to wake up early. Oh, and so I woke. I generally I woke up early and I went to uh, you know get up and I'd shower and get dressed and then I there was a little cafe downstairs and so I was away from people for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and also evenings uh well if people were going out drinking since i don't drink i went out walking so there was a lot there were opportunities for alone time yeah oh see yeah and that's good like a lot of the times the people will say you should fill it you find things to do always keep going but like you know when you look at this bad advice on the internet the interwebs um <laughs> you notice that sometimes it's not a good idea to keep packing things in because that actually keeps for the that keeps communication up I find that that's more obnoxious to me to actually have to keep finding things to do when mm. I need to recharge. I, I can't, yeah. yeah, I need to sit down and I think definitely waking up early. I never would have thought of doing mm. that. Cause I'm one of those, I think sleeping, letting people wake up and let them go gives me the time to have the room mm. to myself. <laughs> 
But then, I mean, it, it, it sort of depends. Like, I mean, I found that really worked well in a, uh, a hostile situation. Mm. But if you're like sharing a hotel room with friends, I mean, it can work. You just have to find a way to get out of the hotel room and down to the hotel lobby. Anytime that I needed to, to get away, just, just going and walking has been enough for, for me. Do you find that, that for you, it's stillness and quiet? Uh, you, walking is great. But yeah, I, I think just being in like a cafe or something, just, just to relax for a minute, really, it gets me just to be still and quiet actually helps center, centers me. Um, going for walks, mm. I find my mind wanders okay. a little bit too much and I still can't get my mind to just chill it's okay like i need to really be prepared mm, mm. before i go into the next adventure okay introvert in on twitter said um i've never been traveling in big groups uh, and i love the anonymity gra- uh, granted by traveling alone i always keep my headphones and kindle handy um and the headphones and kindle thing is really great as long as the people around you respect the headphones and Kindle. Yeah, exactly. That It's always going to depend on that because people don't get social cues. Some people don't. Some people don't. And it's. I think that if you're traveling with people who are introverted, um, that you you need to be like, if, sorry, if you're traveling with people who are extroverted, you need to be upfront with them about what you need before you even go to the go on the trip. While you're on the trip is not the time to be like, guys, I really need some quiet time right now. Oh yeah, exactly. Prepare for that. It was like kind of like when you go to a summer camp and you're like, guys, can we like go to bed and everyone just like razzes on you the whole time? Like, yeah, no, that's it's just not gonna happen. So mm. definitely before the trip. Yeah, that way it because if it's during the trip, it might come off as rudeness if you're like, guys, I really need some time away from you right now. Um, yeah, like yeah. people get really offended by it. Like I, I went away uh, a couple like just a few months ago. Um, just away for a weekend. And all I said was, you know what? I think I just need a little bit of time to myself. And everybody was so concerned that I was mad. They thought that, you know, like I just was fed up with everybody. And it Mm -hmm. was just, no, I just wanted to, I just want to be alone. Is that okay? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is scared. Yeah. That, but that is the danger. Cause sometimes people, uh, can react to the introverted, um, way of, um, like the way that you need quiet or you need separation as being angry or bitchy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nicole Kayer on Twitter said, avoid traveling. <laughs> uh, traveling with work, I always have my own hotel room and no one comes in my hotel room. If the team gets together for networking, it's someone else's room. And that is, that's a great suggestion. That's like, actually, yeah, that is like, I'm trying to think of something else to say. Like, no, that's, that's exactly it. So I also, you know, I, like I do, I asked my, I asked my network on Facebook um, and I got a lot more responses and, and a lot of, a lot of people had uh, some great uh, suggestions. Um, Sue on Facebook said, you must take time for yourself every day to get away from the group. If possible, don't share a room, find your hiding space in or around your accommodations. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of like just going down to the, like the coffee nearest coffee shop or something. Yeah, that's great. Pretty solid. Um, mayor said, plan and organize so that you know how long you have to be on. 
I quite enjoy traveling and I enjoy having a drink with friends or fellow travelers, but I like to know what the day is ahead of time. Nothing is harder for me than hearing, okay, we're just going to throw out the schedule and wing it. Yeah. You know what? I can totally get behind that. Honestly, I really, like I said, if I got to center myself, I need to do like warm ups to get ready for this and being able to know what's coming in advance. I can actually plan everything. I can make myself prepared. I can get ready to speak. That's great. I mean, uh, for me, I, I mean, I like a little bit of randomness. I don't want to schedule every minute of mm-hmm. the day, but if I'm traveling with a group, I do need to know. Yep. Like how long are we, like how long are we doing a thing? Yeah. <laughs> how long is this happening? Yes. Like, this, yeah. This thing, you're with all of us in this group. How long is this happening? How long do I have to be around you? Again, with love, how long do I have to be with you before I need some me time? Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I, I like spontaneity myself, uh, it, but that's the thing. The group is the difference because everybody thinks it's going to be party time as soon as work is done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and being able to create that separation with some sort of schedule, yeah. lifesaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Siobhan said, sleeping mask on as soon as I sit down, put my ear mo- earbuds in with audiobook. I have also simply informed the chatty person next to me that I need some me time so I won't be talkative. Oh, she's, you're good. That, that suggestion to me also, like, it's a great suggestion. I'm like, yes, but I'm also like, but what if that person then doesn't like me? Yeah. And see, that comes around to why would I say no to this person sitting to me? I'm in a trap here. I know. I know. And sometimes you have to say like, oh, you're never going to see them again. It doesn't matter. It's like, no, it does. Because I maybe I just ruined everything for them. They were like ready for this magical romantic trip away. And here I am, the freaking Scrooge over here. Like, Yeah. No, I have the same thing. Like I just, I, I am, if somebody starts talking to me, I might be thinking inwardly. Like I'm, inwardly trying to crawl away i'm like desperately trying to escape but but outwardly i'm smiling and nodding and going mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. the rehearsed social mm-hmm. cues oh yes mm-hmm. amanda says <laughs> i like this one sometimes when i fly i'll just start snacking so that my mouth is full and i can't have a conversation properly <laughs> and the other person feels awkward watching <laughs> oh, that's amazing <laughs> and i'm just thinking about like okay so just come on on the plane or the trade with like a big bag of chips. And instead of taking like one chip at a time, I'm taking like a handful of chips and jamming them in my mouth. Yeah. Do it up. That's amazing. (laughs) That is fantastic advice. I'm going to try that and see what happens. I think, I think that that's what you have to do is you have to make it as awkward as possible. You got to make yourself so unappealing, (laughs) so unappealing to like even talk to like shove it in your gaping maw. Like just get it in there. (laughs) I'm thinking, yes, I would do that. And then I'm sort of thinking, wait, will I do that? Or will I be too bad? To Will I be thinking like, what do all of these people think? Oh my me? gosh, I know. The self-consciousness hits midway through oh, and you're like, oh man. And and I've done that. Now I'm that person that nobody wants to be around. My chances, are, you know, like what is, what is, what is my life? They're praying they don't get to sit beside you on the return trip. They're praying. <laughs> do, do, are there any of these suggestions that, that sort of like jump out at you? Well, besides that piece of gold, I don't know what follows after that. Uh, definitely headphones, like headphones, the, the yeah. sleeping mask. You know, I forget the beauty of that. It's very simple. People can't see you. You can't see mm. them. There you go. There's your barrier, right? I mean, it it is kind of a perfect barrier because 
if you have your eyes closed, maybe the person beside you can't see that your eyes mm-hmm. are closed. But if you have a sleep mask on, they can't no, miss that. No, absolutely not. That's the thing. And that's that's genius. I actually totally forgot about that. What are we doing with our lives, Phil? I also did a little bit of searching on the internet to try to figure out if if there were some suggestions. And a lot of them are kind of similar to what other people uh, had suggested. Um, a lot of the sites wisely recommend against staying in hostels. Yes. And I have to agree that, I mean, the hostel looking, if you're, if you're on a budget, the hostel seems like a great idea until you consider the shared room situation. Like how many beds are in the room or bunk beds are in mm-hmm. the room. Um, so I definitely would say um, that that seems to be the universally acclaimed suggestion, which is don't do a hostel, stay in a hotel. Um, and you know what? You can find some pretty good deals on hotels. I mean, they're never going to be as cheap as a hostel, but at what price your sanity? It, oh my gosh, exactly. A couple of sites recommend going into nature or camping. Yeah, they always. I've been noticing there's a lot of pick quiet places. And again, I may be quiet, but that doesn't mean I need to be somewhere totally silent. Like, like I'm getting a lot of suggestions of like, you need to go to New Zealand. Apparently, New Zealand is the most quiet place on the earth. Well, the thing about that is that like, for me, like, I don't mind a quiet place. Like if there's like, go to this sleepy little town, it's quite nice. Um, at least I know. See, going camping is like my personal nightmare. Like, that's not a thing that I'm going to do. Really? You don't like camping? Oh shit, no. I am such a I am such a city guy that like the idea of like sleeping on I don't know, a mattress, like a tiny little plastic thing on the ground just like also plumbing. Um <laughs> like these are things that I need. Um I will stay in like a cabin. Um I will even I will even do a cabin with an outhouse however that backfired on me once oh no how um, this place said that the cabin said it had an outhouse and so i figured i could deal with that but the outhouse was basically a seat on a bucket oh no oh no no not an outhouse oh oh <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> probably probably tmi but like all these places that are like go camping or go to go into nature. And I'm like, number one, I'm allergic to nature. And number two, I just don't like, that's not my thing. Your choices are so limited. <laughs> I, you know what though? There are lots of places in the, lots of cities I can go to. Exactly. Lots of good cities. <laughs> but you're, you're, you enjoy camping. I love camping. I adore it. Did, did you go camping as a kid? Is that, yeah, I, you know, I went tan. I went tan. T- I don't know what tanting is, but I went. T- <laughs> I, I can't speak. Apparently, um, I've been tenting quite a bit. Um, my partner actually has gone backpacking through the wilderness a few times, mm-hmm. so him and I are going to be doing that together uh, soon. And I've done cottaging. I've mm-hmm. done uh, all sorts of trailers, and I, I absolutely adore it. I love the wilderness. So these these suggestions are good for you. Yeah, see, I can take it and run. I would absolutely mm. love to be able to go to the wilderness and I can find activities, lots and lots of places to go hiking. I adore hiking. It's 
I don't, there's something, there's that tranquility. I love silence. I, again, I don't mm-hmm. need it all the time when I go traveling, but just a, there's a nice peacefulness and being able to be in the open with being one with the nature is, is mm-hmm. just fantastic. So other suggestions that I found on the internet um, were to schedule downtime into your mm-hmm. schedule. I think that we've covered that. Um, avoid group tours. And, you know, that whole like go it like those massive tours that you can go on where let's see mm-hmm. London and they take you around in a group forever. I, I can see why. Yeah. You know, I used to do uh, ghost tours in Niagara on the Lake and great job. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I could always tell who the introverts were and they were really big groups. They get up to like 35 to 40 mm-hmm. and to see those people, mm. like they really came out of their shells at the end of the tour. They actually made a couple of friends, but you could really see the people that just mm. really wanted to listen to the stories, not make friends. They just wanted to have a story. So I can totally feel that. That's pretty mm-hmm. fair. I mean, one of the uh, one of the other suggestions is was while a group tour in general might best be avoided, a walking tour might be just enough interaction. Oh, that's yeah, yes, and that's fair. Just enough. I think it's the like when you go on that group tour, you're like you are traveling with these people for several days, mm. and it's a lot of a lot of it tends to be like the complaint that I've heard about group tours is we just went from place to place. We went to a place, we were there for like fifteen minutes. We got on a bus. We went to another place. It was just like everything seemed compressed, and I was with these people all day. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Your reaction right there, that says everything to yeah. me. That is not my mm. thing. Yeah. Um, find a home-based coffee shop was another one. Okay. Yeah. Which to me is like that. It's like waking up early. Yeah, and exactly. And going to have some alone time before the day starts. Just your little haven. Mm-hmm. You find a haven. Well, what are your what are your takeaways from 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 this? Is there anything that that you didn't know? Well, the sleep mask again. Like I'm still blown away by this. Just so good. But you know, what? honestly, my main takeaway from this is there has to be a point where we have to stop being concerned with what people think. We have to remember that our needs matter. Like, especially when you're traveling, when you're on the trip itself, it doesn't matter. You need to take care of yourself. Um, You know, just me being safety first, you know, again, I can be a pretty dangerous person, but like thinking really about it, take care of yourself on a trip. You are far away from home. You're not close to where your security really is. So don't be afraid to vocalize what you need. I, I myself need to start getting into the habit of saying, hey, you know, I'm just really sorry. I'm kind of just here just to take in the scene. I really not in the mood. And or like not even say like you can find a better way of saying it. But just that's my takeaway from that. I've just been sitting here going, you know, I really am sad that I don't say it more often what I need. Right. No, it's true. And I think you and I are both uh, very much the same in that respect, that we're not particularly good at um, vocalizing our needs. Uh, and what we need in, in uh, from the people around us in, in terms of like for strangers, like we're concerned with what they think instead of being able to say what I need right here is not to be talking to you. Yeah, exactly. We're not their entertainment. They will get over it. They're chill. They're big kids, not children. They're big kids. Yeah, I think I think, you know, this is a challenge that we can set for ourselves is to be a little bit more um, 
is to is to 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 say what we need a little bit more. I think so. You know, there there's no harm in it. I don't don't know why we're torturing ourselves with the thought of telling somebody like, "Hey, listen, I have a bag of chips. I'm not afraid to use it. Like I'm I'm going to eat it." Like, we don't that's we should be afraid of this. That's the takeaway from this episode. I got a bag of chips and I'm not afraid to use it. And a sleep mask. I got chips and a sleep mask. Honestly, just just peachy keen. I love it. 